0: Catriona Buchanan stood in the middle of her own worst nightmare. Feet anchored in the center of the great hall of her family's castle, she felt her stomach drop to somewhere around her toes. At least a dozen English knights surrounded her. Completely covered in armor, their beady eyes narrowed at her from beneath their iron helmets. At the head of the circle of Sassanax was one man she abhorred in particular, Sir Geoffrey. These were his men, the wastrels, and they were acting upon his orders, supposedly handed down from Longshanks, to take up residence in her home. That was an outcome she could not allow to happen. Sir Geoffrey licked his lips, his snake-like gaze roaming from her forehead down to her knees. She suppressed a shiver and swallowed the burn rising in her throat. Well, Savage, what will it be? Savage? How dare he? She was no savage. The man standing before her, looking as though he were ready to rip out her heart and eat it right in front of her startled eyes, he was the savage. Keeping her lips firm, she refused to answer his absurd question. The bastard actually thought she might let them stay and take her to bed for sport. He took a threatening step forward. We've got your walls surrounded. My men line the courtyard, and here you are all alone. Catriona looked the man square in the eye, refusing to let him intimidate her. Where is my brother? The man leered. Her brother Gregor was Chief Buchanan. Where had he gone? When the English had ridden up to their doors, she'd heard him shouting orders. The fact that she was alone in the Great Hall with this monster was too much to take in. For it could only mean one thing. Something terrible had happened to Gregor. Bile rose in her throat, and she fought hard to keep her tears at bay. Do not cry now, not with him looking. She had to remain strong. She dug her nails into her palms and bit the tip of her tongue, forcing herself not to react. Your brother, Sir Geoffrey, slid his fingers around the hilt of his sword, a silent show of what had occurred. I do not believe the chief will be a problem for us, Savage. I'll need your answer now. Willingly lift your skirts, else I'll have my men hold you down. She'd never let this jackanapes or any of his men violate her, willingly or otherwise. Catriona straightened her shoulders and lifted her chin, taking pleasure in the fact that her height nearly matched the knights. ye have no right to me. If I am the king's subject, as ye say, he would not condone your threats of violence on my person. Sir Geoffrey let out a rusty laugh and she had to suppress the urge to turn and flee. Though where could she go? The Sassanac beasts surrounded her. Her brother's men had yet to enter, which only made her feel all the more desperate. They'd not been a strong clan to begin with, picked off over the years by their rival neighbors. Her parents had been murdered nearly a decade before, and her older brother made chief. He'd not been ready for the position, Hadn't been able to build up their clan as he could have if he'd been prepared. Their father's debts had been so vast. There was barely anything left once Gregor had seen them met. Have you not heard the king's edict of Prima Nocte? The man was moving closer. Catriona's blood chilled at his nearness, at the coolness of his gray eyes. She'd heard of it, heard but it was a rumor. But this man stated it as though it were fact. I am not yet wed, nor am I betrothed. The right is only for those women about to be married. Aye, and have their virginity given to an this night on the eve of their marriage. She shook her head. Then it does not apply to me. Oh, but it does, Chit. Geoffrey turned to one of his men. Bring him in. Panic gripped her spine, and she tried to push it aside. Tried not to be afraid of what this man was implying, but was impossible. The doors to the great hall were opened, and a bloody old man was shoved through. "'Varcus!' she breathed out with fear. He was their blacksmith. A man of such great age, no one was certain exactly how old he was. Widowed the previous year, he had a brood of children that could have populated one of the Northern Isles. At least that was what her brother had said. "'Ah, so you know this man.' Count yourself lucky then that you are at least acquainted with the man whom you will spend eternity taking care of.